coming to you from the Strings and Things studio in Ventura, California. I'm Karen. I'm Katie. I'm Anne. This is the Strings Unraveled podcast. Okie dokie. Welcome to December. I don't, why is it Christmas already? It's not Christmas yet. Right. It's only the second. <laughs> um, I went into Michael's yesterday on December 1st, uh-huh. and um, I wasn't looking for holiday things. I was in Michael's yesterday. I was there at 9.15, because they have extended hours. In the morning? No. Oh, see, I was there 12 hours earlier. Oh, that's so bizarre. Well, it'd be interesting to compare notes then, because it's December 1st, and you're walking through the holiday stuff, and there might as well be like tumbleweeds yeah and it's it not like they didn't quiet but it's not like they didn't have um i'm talking about like stock levels oh yeah it's yeah. not like they didn't have full shelves before thanksgiving because they did yeah but it's Gotta this like early. urgency to get it yeah <laughs> it feels crazy. like toilet paper but with christmas decoration <laughs> um and i'm referring to the rushed to buy toilet paper in early 2020 yeah uh which i noticed no one really rushed to do in the second wave well because we all learned that there was plenty of toilet paper and that hoarding is bad yeah (laughs) um yeah it's weird it feels like it's it's like december 28th or something right or like the day before (laughs) yeah yeah no it's only the second yeah (laughs) um before we start i should say up top that we are still running our handmade holiday boutique on our website and in person if you come into the studio everything's available to see in person too lots of handmade goodies made by the three of us so if you need a last minute gift we also have local pickup options Mm -hmm. um so there's all kinds of good stuff on there to check out if you haven't done so already so that's why november was a blur because we were busy making stuff for the boutique Mm -hmm. um yeah it's it's that time of the year again. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I usually avoid Michael's in December because it's like, now that's not to say that it wasn't a, a long time in line with only one person ahead of me because apparently they didn't have the staff. They had two people and one person left. And so then there was just one person. I was at Joanne's on Monday. And apparently everybody had Monday off because everybody was at Joanne's or just in that parking lot in general. And I was waiting to get fabric cut. I needed one yard of one fabric. That was all I needed. Oh, wow. One thing. And there were like two or three ladies ahead of me in line that were making quilts and buying yards (laughs) and yards and yards of things. And it was like I I waited for about 20 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. And there were two people, but for two people ahead of me. Oh. And then I finally, yeah. it was my turn. My number got called and I was like, I need one yard, please. And the lady <laughs> was like, that was a long time to wait for one yard of fabric. Oh. Huh? And I was like, yes, it was. Uh-huh. Yes, it was. But if what you, if you need it, you need it. Yeah. Okay. I got what I needed. Since you brought up Joanne's, I have a quick anecdote of, um, you never know what people are carrying. Uh-huh. So, uh, I was there on Sunday morning because Bella wants some fancy dresses for her holiday choir performances. So I had to take her with me to pick. And there was a girl there. I had I had six bolts of fabric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> girl there cutting fabric. And she's not terribly friendly, which is fine. I don't want to tell you about what I'm making, yeah. to be quite honest. 
and she but she starts like kind of throwing the bolts around and I mean, give an attitude well the, yeah, yeah and the scanner she like threw the scanner on the counter and i'm not being i mean i can be abrasive but i wasn't there was no reason uh-huh. <laughs> so she gets to the last thing and um i said you know i'm getting this really negative vibe from you are you having a bad day and she looks at me like I am a monster for asking. <laughs> and he said, I'm not asking you to criticize you. I'm truly Concerned. curious about how you're doing. And she looks at me again like I'm a monster. <laughs> and then she like looks down at her work and she sighs. And she's like, Aww. if you must know, my mom died. Cool. Oh. And then, of course, I'm like, what are you doing here? Yeah, I'm so sorry. I hope, you know. Also, like, I didn't need to know if you didn't want to tell me. Well, there's that. <laughs> and then she, uh, she's oh like, I'm God. just trying to work. Okay. okay. And, you I know, I that. meet a lot of people who they do want to work, but as a distraction, not it, as a, like, I'm going to be hostile. You, and, no, as it helped get you through it. Well, and so I have a feeling that she wasn't allowed to take the day off. Mm. I mean, that's me just presuming. Um, and then I... She made a mistake while she was cutting my fabric oh, no. that I didn't discover until after I had been rung up. So I had to go back through the line. And the same girl who rang, the girl who rang me up, a different person, wanted to help me because it was her transaction. So I'm waiting and a few people go by me. And this older lady goes up to the register she's called to and says, Whoa, you don't want that girl in the butterfly apron to help you. And I'm like, um, I I asked her about that because I was also kind of feeling that way. <laughs> she told me, you know, that her mom had died. And the other did, lady that wasn't like very did she, she feel horrible. Well, I don't think I think she was processing it, you know, but like, she wasn't like, like come on. Oh, this girl's attitude was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but but dealing with well, death right, makes you, you find ugly out. emotionally sometimes. Um so anyway, I kept I said something to the lady and I kind of said it loud enough for the coworkers to hear, you know? Yeah, come on, and they seemed work. nonplussed. They didn't care. <laughs> but you just never know what someone's carrying. Yeah. I don't know if it helped her to for me to probe at that, but um It just goes know. to show you don't know what's what you don't you know the kind know. of day someone's going on and maybe their attitude has a foundation in something else. Yeah, especially this crazy time of the year. Yeah. But. Yeah. Emotions are raw. There's a yeah. There's a reason a lot of people don't like Christmas. But that's why she was throwing my fabric around. Okay, <laughs> that's a reasonable yeah, uh, yeah excuse, I guess. Going yep. through the stages of grief, that would be the anger, and you can't take it out on a person, so you take it out on the fabric. Sure, sure. We'll, we'll just call it that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just anyway. felt like that was a interesting thing. I'm sharing it when appropriate because you just don't know. You just don't know. Yeah, it's. It's a fun time of year for some people, and it's a hard time of year yeah. for some people. So, absolutely. Well, for us, December sixteenth will forever be burned as a sad day. So I, the first half of the of the of the month, it's just thinking about December sixteenth because that's the day that my father in law passed away, and I just remember that. The only thing we really remember of that Christmas is we just we went through the motions and we somehow got through it, but it felt like sleepwalking. How old were your kids then? My 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 twenty year old was two and a half, <laughs> and he talked all about Grandpa, who he doesn't remember now. Oh, you know, at first it was hard because he talked about when's Grandpa coming, and you know, you know he didn't understand. No. Yeah. Well, 
This is a bummer start. Yeah. Okay. okay. So what? what well, we got good things to talk about later. What have you been working on, Katie? Uh, <laughs> it's something it's I like black. Well. So I know this is um, Finnegan's Christmas sweater. It's got one. Let pop, me see this. Little, oh, it's so cute. Oh, that's so, so cool. Is, uh, it's a hoodie with a dark charcoal for the main color, and then it's got a bright red pop of color. For a stripe, and then the little hoodie ties are bright red, and it's got and a silver pocket. I love those kind of pockets. What, it, what it, pattern? It's called the Mini Montrealer. So oh. cute. The Montrealer is the adult size version of the same pattern by uh, someone whose name is not on here. Vincent Deslandis. Designs by Dells on Instagram. Um, oh. Yeah, it's fitting in sweater he's the biggest kid of all of them so he's a whole seven years old now so his sweater is taking the longest out of all of them it's the last one i have to do which is spoilers for the next segment because i've got a bunch of kids sweaters to show you that i finished so i've on i've done all the little fiddly parts that were obnoxious you have to knit like a little facing for the hood you have to knit little facings for the pocket you have to knit your little i-cord ties for the hoodie strings and now I have sleeves left. And I was like, oh, sleeves. I'm almost done. But the sleeves are taking freaking forever. <laughs> so I'm hoping to at but least finish. Kid, but the kid sleeves. Well, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. I'm hoping to finish one of them this evening. Yeah. Um, And then I still have uh, most of the month to finish the other sleeve before it's, you know, <laughs> time to give it to them. So that is what I am currently working on. Um, I also have a pair of socks that I'm making for a gift that I forgot to bring it with me. Otherwise, I would have shown you. Um, and a Christmas quilt in progress. Let's see. Um, I have all of my blocks finished, and they got all laid out. And I'm working on sewing rows together. Mm, I um, love the fabric. So this is my segue to talk about um, some recent stash acquisition. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was in... Austin earlier last month for my uh, to visit my family. I went to a um, fra- uh, craft uh, thrift store. So it's only craft supplies. Awesome. Um, it was called Creative Reuse in Austin, um, and it was awesome. It was this big, huge store. It, they had anything for any sort of craft you could ever want. If you make dolls, if you do pottery, if you do collage making if you do computer stuff they had like tiny motors they had uh scrapbook supplies they had awesome anything you could think of a whole part of it there's like a whole corner of the store this big sectioned off area what they had all these buckets like five gallon buckets from like uh home depot and you took a bucket and as much as you could fit in the bucket was like five bucks and then they had the rest of the store was all like priced you know for Whatever it was for. Accordingly. They had a huge fabric section with like stacks and stacks of fat quarters and, you know, yardage and all kinds of stuff. And I found two um, fabric bundles. So this one that I'm holding is 10 quarter yard cuts of solids. And it was ten bucks. They look pretty high quality. So yeah, and they so look they're like they're not they're fat nice. quarters because you get it's just you get both halves of the fat quarter. Like I thought it was a fat quarter, but they're they like long thicker. strips. So it's quarter yards. Are, that's awesome. The that's what the Christmas fabrics were too. I bought a bundle that were all pre like put together, so they curated all the um, colors. I think they just get yardage from people who cut it. Yeah. 
Um, and they were like very generous quarter yards because the quarter yard is nine inches. Mm-hmm. Some of them were like 12, 13, 14 inches. Ooh. Some of them were nine, but wow. they were generous. So for 10 bucks, I have two quilts worth of fabric. Nice. That's awesome. Um, so almost from- worth driving to... Driving worth, to Austin? Well, almost worth flying. Okay. One in, you have um, some fabric in your office. I do too. Yeah. There is a almost. craft thrift store in, I think, Pasadena. Now we're talking. Yes. I don't know if it's, it sounds road, like a similar New name. Year road trip. I don't know how, how it compares or I have never been there, but it sounds like a fun place to visit. Um, so for my Christmas quilt, I took them and I cut all the quarters into two and a half inch strips. And then I paired them up and did fence rail blocks um so it's going to be scrappy and uh that's what i've been working on i'm also sort of waiting on a couple things to come in for the project i'm going to use the solids for Mm -hmm. which is going to be a christmas gift that i can't talk about but i will (laughs) talk about it eventually i'm still waiting for some things to come in the mail so i can get started on that project um who's the christmas quilt for your your own pleasure i think it's just for me i might give it to somebody i don't know it's just for fun. You'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We do like a gift exchange with the family, like a white elephant kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I might save it for that or I might keep it for myself. I haven't decided yet. Very cute. Um, so those are the things that I'm working on. Well, let's go next. Karen, what are you working on? Well, I don't have that much to work on because I have a bunch of FOs, but I've got... Ooh. I know. November was a very productive month. Seriously. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, I don't know well, how nothing I like so forced time. labor. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. So okay, deadlines so, thrive. <laughs> so we, um, I, we have, I have the Gale sweater poncho. It's kind of, kind of a both. It's a, kind of a sweater, but it's open on the side. So I kind of call it more of a poncho. I think they're anyway. calling it a swancho. Maybe it's a cape. A cape. Oh, that's uh, good. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> the, the designer, uh, Gail, the Gale sweater, whatever it's called, Gale, G-A-L-E, by Alicia Plummer. Um, you can find her on Ravelry and on Instagram. And um, it uses, what are these? These are like 11, size 11 needles, and it's just a big chunky yarn. It's a nice quick knit, and it was a class that was going to go, but we postponed it. So you have time to join us if you you know, act fast <laughs> and you happen to have stash um, that we postponed it. So it was actually starting this month. Anyway, so I'm doing a second sample of it because the sample I originally had, I made from yarn when I worked at Anna Kappa fine yarns. And I thought it, this, and that was good old encore chunky, but I'm using Barocco vintage chunky oh, nice, nice. and it has such a, I don't know if you all can feel you can't, you oh, can't feel nice. it, but it's got a really yeah, softness. Yes. I like, I've not I, handled the chunky. Katie's hands are super fast and busy. So I'm sorry. I'm t- trying to detangle. My <laughs> I know. Right now. She's got double points and I'm a little frightened at how fast <laughs> those are flying. So I'm trying sa- to get the sleep done for safety's sake. I'm, st- I'm not going <laughs> to hand it to you <laughs> anyway. So I am redoing this one and I just love this color. It's like a foresty Heather. It my I mean, and at first glance, you go, you may think, oh, it's the same thing as no, I made last time. No, the last really one was similar. The last <laughs> one was a teal heather. This one is definitely green. Yeah, it is green. It's still dark, but whatever. So, um, I, so I'm working on that. That's a knit project. Um, I've got, of course, Christmas sewing projects that I can't talk about because people mm. are here. Oh. <laughs> um, and thing, the thing is, it's something I've designed and. 
I've written up the pattern twice and I've lost it twice. So oh, I got to no. write up a third time because time is a deadline. Um, okay, so I'm working on a cowl because I've I've just full on fallen in love with Tunisian crochet, and it's a cowl, but it's like a split hem at the opening, mm-hmm. like at the shoulder, and it's just two big rectangles, and you'll sew them together all the way down on one side and just partially down on the other, and then you'll pick up and you'll work on. Um, like an, an applied ribbing mm-hmm. on the top and on the bottom. Cute. And it calls for like a, uh, what is it called for? I guess like DK worsted, but you know, why do things normal and have <laughs> a single yarn when you have sash? So I, um, I had gotten a bunch of mini skeins from a uh, spin cycle yarn dyed in the wool. And I had a leftover skein from, of a, Surreal pack. I thought it was silk wool mohair, but it's actually a surreal alpaca, so it's super soft and fuzzy. It's better. Mm, it's way better. Mo better. <laughs> <laughs> not mohair, but you know, mo better. Um, <laughs> so I paired those together, and of course, then I st- I have not run out of those mini skeins yet. I, um, I got like a sweater's worth of mini skeins. So <laughs> you had to act fast to get. I that. did. I did run <laughs> low of. I did run out of the one skein of the the surreal alpaca, so I had to reorder but i like far i'm a big fan of farmer's market farmer's daughter oh. fibers and um so i just got another skein of blue it's got blues and purples as its main color and then the mini skeins are everything from pink to beiges to yellows to greens and i'm working on the second i got the first one you imagine this cowl is 17 inches deep plus mm-hmm. well just the main part before yeah. you put the ribbing so I'm working on the second one and it seems to be coming along. But one of the things I love about doing um, Tunisian crochet these days, oh, look at that, it's about to fall apart, <laughs> is using um, interchangeable crochet hooks. Mm-hmm. So I can use my cables from my interchangeable knitting sets mm-hmm. with the interchangeable crochet, which gives me different lengths to do. Nice. I just have to be careful that it doesn't unscrew. And you can do the best thing about crochet, which is have one hook engaged in many projects as opposed to if you start a knitting project, that needle's kind of stuck there until you're done. And the thing about the Tunisian is I never turn my work ever. I'm always knitting across. I mean, if I'm going in the round, but I'm not going in the round. When When it's worked flat, every row has two parts, a forward and a, and a back pass. So I'm, you know, I go, I'm doing the knit stitch. So it has this nice, beautiful knit look with mm-hmm. the ease of a crochet. Nice. So nothing's going to run or fall off my needle or anything like that. Anyway. Cool. Unless it comes unscrewed. Unless it goes unscrewed. <laughs> yeah. But it's crochet. And it, yeah. so it's, so only it's one so row. easy to pick up. Yeah. It's still only one row if you have that yeah. catastrophe. But it's super soft. It looks soft. Yeah. So that will be... For a class sample in the new year. Oh, that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot. Are you done? <sighs> yes, I only have those two. I forgot wow. to mention my other stash acquisition from Austin. <gasps> that's pretty. Um, we went to a Can I yarn that? shop. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can I have it? No. No. Yeah, man, she picked up on that fast. <laughs> you don't ask the I mean, that's true. What I was like, yeah, sure. Um, there's it was a worth a try. My, I uh, might have caught her. <laughs> no. Um, near my aunt's house where we were staying called Gage in Austin. And oh, um, it was a very lovely, like your classic yarn store. The people that worked there were lovely. They had lots Aww. of good stuff. It made me very 
homesick for Anna Kappa. That's um, how I feel when I'm in a good store. I like know that. it was great. They had like a wholesale room in the back. It was very Ooh. cute. Um, it's like don't mind me while I cry in the corner. Yeah, for right. A when you done, I have a question about Austin. Um, and yarn. So when I went, I asked if they had anything local. Mm-hmm. Um, and I this is from Forest Fiber Arts, which I don't think is Austin. I think it was Dallas or Houston or some other large city, but it wasn't Austin. Um, but they're local ish. Um, and this is called Merino Sport. Which I was surprised when I bought it. I didn't think it was sport weight. And then I looked and I was like, oh, I guess it is. It's only 328 yards for 100 grams. Oh, all right. It looks a little heavier, though, yeah. but not quite DK. So I guess it's a... Yeah. The colorway's called it Plume. It looks fingering weight to me. Um, it looked like fingering to me, too. It's like a sage green, a goldeny, like ochre kind of color, mm-hmm. pink, some good speckles. Um, yeah. thought it was pretty. Um, so I picked that up for myself. It's did very you, pretty. When you were in Austin, did you have any chance to go to Hill Country Weavers? I have been there, but I didn't oh, go on this not trip. not this trip. Yeah. Okay. I've been there before. It's. I haven't been there in, like, the only one time I was there It was many years ago. Mm-hmm. I just like it's like a homey house. Yeah, and each it's room really cute has different yarn in it. Oh, and I'm that's like, fun. I think all their sale yarn's in the garage or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. That sounds cute. Yep. Um, and what are you working on? Um, I'm still working on my arachne, uh, which is the spider web yoke sweater from Andy Sutherland. And, um, but then I did start a new sweater. There was a, I guess I started this sweater actually the week of Halloween, but I didn't talk about it last time. I don't think, I don't think I did when I should have been working on my um daughter's halloween costume mm-hmm. <laughs> but the night before i was worried our landlords were gonna open my office door so i like cleaned I in my office oh, worried yeah. about that and then the next look- night i came here and i was like ugh, but i can sit in my chairs now so That's i'll start nice. this christmas sweater <laughs> <laughs> not the halloween costume that has nah. a ticking clock um and so it's called vintage Vintage Winter, I think. It's from Ginger Twist Studios by mm. Jessica James. Yeah, Vintage Winter. It's a sweater that she's made like in every colorway. If you follow Ginger Twist Studios on Instagram, mm-hmm. it's a adorable yarn shop in Edinburgh. Oh, uh-huh. um, so one of our knitters, she may have already moved there. Um, Brenda Muth is planning to move to, to, to Edinburgh. Um, she got like a second PhD Edinburgh. just for fun. Fair enough. Um, That's awesome. I was like, oh, there's this great store there. And she's like, I know it. Thanks. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the first you. reconnaissance you should do when you're yeah. moving to a new what town is what is my yarn store. So Well, because that's kind of a deal breaker. Can you imagine moving someplace where there's no we, local? We don't have a local yarn store here. Right? No, but, but we have a yarn, but we have here, a yarn community. That's true. <laughs> but we have a yarn community still. Uh, yes. Sort of. Um, I, I mean... Not yarn. Anyway, continue. Fiber community. We yeah. have a fiber community. A stitching community. We have the community. Not necessarily the fiber. Move on. Sorry. <laughs> so I um. Is it sparkly? Like, yeah. Okay. So. Oh sorry. yeah, I saw this that on the couch. This is my favorite colorway of uh, Lion Brand. Wool ease. Yeah. Yeah. It's the white with the iridescent yeah. strand that goes through it. I saw that. Um, I've on actually the never so made pretty. myself anything in it. I've bought it and made things over the years, uh-huh. but never anything for myself. So um, it's a stranded 
yoke, but it starts with the sleeves, actually. And then... Um, oh, you would love that. It, I do love that. It starts with the <laughs> She's sleeves. She's actively loving it. <laughs> yes. But it is overall a bottom-up sweater, which that gives me a little anxiety. Can I ask you a question about Please. about your sleeves? Because yeah. I was thinking about this the other day, mm-hmm. about knitting sleeves from the top down or knitting the sweater and then attaching the sleeves like mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. I was going to do it for this sweater, but I was like, well, I'm not entirely sure where the sleeves are going to line up or where the stripes are going to end. Like, where to start from the bottom. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. But then I was like, well, I could just do a provisional cast on and knit my sleeve top down the same way. Yes. And I was wondering if you have ever thought of that or done it. That's super cool. And I was like, Anne's probably Mm. done this. No, but that you just. Because then you could just start from the top and knit it as long as you want. You got to pause this. (laughs) Yeah, we can't. Yeah, this is is the conversation we got to. We got to go to a cone of silence for this one (laughs) for future stuff. So it starts with the sleeves. It's a bottom-up sweater, which that always gives me some anxiety, just I because. I love bottom-up sweaters. Well, I I appreciate that you love them. Mm-hmm. I thought it was for the portability and the separateness of the pieces. I just like the fact that when you get to the yoke, it's you're just done. like a straight shot up, and then you're done. So, and things get faster because you're decreasing usually. True. And I think that's fun. That's a good point. And maybe... there was something I was knitting recently. Oh, yeah, something else I'll talk about that was um, like that. And I was like, this is so fun. Well, and I, I they come up every once in a while. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. happy to do this one. You know, I was thinking about, like, why did she do this one bottom-up, though? Because uh-huh. it's not that common to come across a bottom-up sweater these days, anyway. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe it's like when you were making your Santas, that the direction was important because of the way mm-hmm. his smile would go. So there's these little triangle shapes that kind of are, you know, like a modern tree. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I think they'd be better if she was going bottom down. Direction. Yeah, yeah. Top down. Yeah, top down. Oh, Actually, and yeah, maybe be... not because the Vs are sort of like the spikiness of a pine tree. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not messing with it. So um, the sleeves have a corrugated ribbing. Which I looked, at th- that's not how her sample is, though. But that's oh. how the instructions nice. are. She must have changed her but mind. I oh. adore corrugated ribbing, so I went with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the body is striped, which I will be striping this soft pink and my um, kind of brick red. Mm-hmm. And then you get up to the yoke, and it has this cute little scalloped edging. Um, and then there's polka dots and... Um, little triangles and it's just very very cute and i'm hoping to have it in time to wear this winter because i've wanted to i mean i don't even know when she started promoting this pattern it's been at least two if not three years um so i've wanted it since i saw it on her instagram um it's not a size inclusive pattern Mm. But it is not a pattern that is hard. It's not hard to size up. I'm actually going to add. I, I fit in the largest size, but I'm adding a couple inches because I want a little more ease than that would offer me. Um, so I've, I've adjusted the yoke to do that. Um, and those are the knitting things I am actively working on. I'm also going yeah, to make knitting. Mirabella two dresses, mm-hmm. two holiday dresses. And then I have started cross-stitching. <gasps> Yay! Which I tried Which as a one? child. Which one? Which one? It's nothing named. Oh, nothing named. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I bought some notions from Frosted Pumpkin. I got a needle minder and a thread organizer. And they like made a mistake on an order. And before I even noticed it, they sent the correct object. So now you get two. And then they didn't say boo about it. They're not like, oh, can you return the wrong no. thing? Or Nice. <laughs> they just fixed it with that before I could even notice it. Cause it was something I like what they sent was like something I liked. 
Yeah. You know, when they used to, what, what do you think about the needle minder? It, Haven't used it yet. Okay. I will say, <laughs> having start, I learned to cross stitch and there was no such thing as these magnetic needle miners back when, back in my day, you know, and you just had to sort of feed the ne- the needle into the stitching as a holder. But wow, those needle minders are it's really, really, yeah, really kin- nice. Yeah. I um, tend to store mine on the underside of the frame so it doesn't get knocked off. Well, some novel things that I've discovered, um, which might be old news because I know you guys pick up cross stitch with varying mm-hmm. levels of That was the of time love. of year that I feel like cross stitching. Ah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, right now, so I made a cute little pumpkin head from... Some, I think the pattern was, or I'm sorry, the magazine is called Just Cross Stitch. Mm. And they had a huge issue of just Halloween themed things mm-hmm. from little door hangers to big images. So I made a little like Calavera style pumpkin wearing Cute. a witch hat. And I finished mm-hmm. that. Nice. Completely finished it. Except, you know, finishing it with the turning finishing. it into the shape. Yeah. All the stitching is finished. Um over the years, I've seen people block their cross stitch mm-hmm. and embroidery, and that was mind blowing. Yeah. Like, duh. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? So I need to do all that jazz. I've only just ironed. I've seen people soak them and then yeah. lay it out to dry. Uh, I did it the last time I did one, and again, it was one of those things I never thought to do before. But what a difference! Yeah. I mean, I've known that I've needed to because you know when you're holding and handling a frame, sometimes it's just not as clean. I think the only reason I started just because oh. Uh, I was helping, I helped clean and finish off someone's needle, needle, point. needle point and it needed a little bit of freshening up. <laughs> so I was like, oh, wow. But what a difference it made when it was clean. Yeah. Um, of course you want which to just makes you sense because you handle it a ton while you're doing yeah. it. And I'm sure, you know, I'm sure it evens out the stitches, just like blocking your knitting or your crochet yep. does. Mm-hmm. Um, the other novel thing was a knotless loop start oh, yeah. changed yeah, yeah changed my world i think i'm gonna start doing that in my regular sewing that's what i do with my hand sewing yeah do that again okay so <laughs> like you know you'd cut your 18 inches or whatever peel off two strands of thread mm-hmm. um sometimes you make a knot sometimes you leave a little bit and then you, you sew over, over it, it. yeah mm-hmm. so in the back of one of the magazines they said cut your thread twice as long and then just peel off half the number of strands thread both ends in so like you, double it up you fold on it in half mm-hmm. thread the open end, the cut so you've ends got a in loop on the other end and then pull it through your um canvas or whatever your 80 cloth or 80 cloth i would say that wrong start to make your first stitch come back through and the loops on the back and you you stitch through the loop and catch the loop mm-hmm and so it's caught on itself. <laughs> okay. I wish y'all could see my face. I'm yeah, like, Kara's like, hello? Oh, I thought if you didn't know about this, that you would love it. So because, it was always, oh, you, it so what time. it is, you're is you're getting, you're getting, so you're getting one strand, but when you fold it over, you get your, your two, two strands. strands. <gasps> it doesn't work for an odd number, but I know there's yeah. like a tricky way to do it. Um, if you don't follow, I think her name is Atomic Heart Mother. Um, at, at least I follow her on tiktok wow, but i think blown. she's also on instagram let me look her up i wonder if steel st- if that's what the steel st- city stitchers do um it it changed my attitude wow because it's still because it's still the right length let yeah. me find her um so much easier instagram to try and account. think how much easier it is to get one strand in your needle 
No, you're two. still threading two ends. Every Adam, time I go when to you do fold, it, I, wait, wait, when you okay. fold it over, then it's okay. then so it's here's too my thick. Embroidery floss, okay. So normally I cut it eight two inches. Yeah. Now I'm cutting it thirty six. Yeah. I'm peeling off one strand. Yeah, that's what I said. Strand. Okay. I'm folding it in half. Imagine that's the cut end. I'm threading these two strands through the eye of the needle. And you and pull it through partway. I have this loopy. And when you come back uh, down, you catch the loop. I get it. Now. Except I every time now. I go to do it, I want to try to thread one strand. Yeah, other so way. I understand. Other way. I get it now. Yeah. Um, you it's should... in the back of number one Britain's cross stitch. <laughs> oh, that's handy. <laughs> you should follow Adam Hart cross stitch. A T O M. Adam Hart cross stitch. Um, either on Instagram. I follow her on TikTok. And Is it all she one posts H E A R T. Yes. Or H A R T. H E A R T. Adam Hart cross stitch. She posts a ton of tutorials and stuff, and that's where I've heard from her uh that's where i learned from it um but she also sells she has like an etsy shop and she makes little like thread minders and all kinds of cute stuff but she's very inspirational and i think she's local too she lives in um newberry park so oh wonderful oh wow yeah she's really cool all right well i'm I'm into that lots of good cross stitch content if you want um into that i mean I'm not very fast at it. It's no. really like an insanely time-consuming activity. Yeah. Well, you don't make you don't, you're not doing one cross at a time. No. You're doing, no. you know, I lean, understand. lean, 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 yeah. back, no. back, back, back. I understand. Yeah. I didn't understand that as a kid. I was just doing one, 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 one. Um, but I've done. I have picked up cross stitch over the years and like played with it, but not really finished anything. Um, so I finished my little Calaveras pumpkin, and then I was looking for the Christmas patterns and there's a ton yeah. yeah so i bought like three or four magazines i think they're all british magazines and i'm set like i went through and i put post-its on all the things i like in each one i don't think i need to buy another cross stitch pattern for 10 years <laughs> Which, uh, maybe need is it yeah. about need well um none of what we do is about need <laughs> i'm going to i'm what i'm working on now is a plastic canvas um little christmas village that's cross-stitched um and that is gonna there's i there's three in the first issue and i'm hoping i can get the other two issues um and that's gonna be i think a total of seven little buildings Mm -hmm. so i expect in about 15 years that i will have my little christmas your own christmas village of cross-stitch how cool is that in about 15 years but they're very very cute um and that was the number one well it's it's a little easier at nighttime than fussing with Mm -hmm. the um with a hoop and and canvas it's it's floss so i went ahead and just bought all the floss but you could i could have done that and i was thinking why am i doing plastic canvas but it's um it's a small it should have been a 14 count do you Um, do a round hoop or a q-snap frame I have been using a like round snap like tension uh-huh. um, yeah. with the wire the metal ring yeah uh, and I really like that. Um, gonna... I've seen you use the the snap on frames. I've seen those online. Do you like it? I prefer it because then I don't get tension on the on the diagonal oh. like I get with a hoop. It's oh. all I, I can keep it all straight and it doesn't. I have a tendency to like twist things if it's mm-hmm. in a circle so it helps me curb my tendencies um i found a little that my book light is real fun hooked onto the hoop oh, because fun. i need all the light 
Like oh, there's yeah. not enough light. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then I added one of those around the neck lights. I like it. Yeah. It helps. I need all the light. It helps. <laughs> but I still I don't know. I need new glasses, which are on order. Now oh, that's good. Because uh, apparently gonna, my eyes are bad. I'm gonna talk about um Adam Hart cross stitch again. Yes. The reason why I found her in the first place on TikTok was she was making a plastic canvas dollhouse for like oh, her niece. So you I've always wanted to do that. With all the little rooms oh. and all the little furniture oh, oh, oh. and the people. Wait, wait, lift it up. I so Dante it's so cute. And I'm telling you because miniature houses are really, really in where people just buy the whole room and they and mm-hmm. and they'll they make all these miniature stuff. Dante oh, was really idea. into dollhouses when he was like three or four, mm-hmm. and I was gonna make something like that for him. I bought like the whole pattern, the whole shebang. It was like an old out of print yep. um, leisure arts yep. pamphlet. I found it cra- like this crazy place online that had all those digitized. Nice. And I think I cut out like the first set of furniture. <laughs> and But something I discovered there, if you like playing with plastic canvas, which that's fun to stitch every once mm-hmm. in a while. And um, that our locking ring stitch markers are really useful when oh. you cut out all the pieces. You hook it in the corner to keep all your pieces together. Oh, that's smart. Oh. So somewhere in my detritus of unfinished projects, I have a baggie very carefully organized of like a little living room set. Oh. <laughs> I know. I think I was watching that and I was like, oh, I can make this for... No, Katie, don't. Don't. You're not going to finish it. Don't make it. Well, <laughs> I just they... noticed... You can make it for your great nieces and great nephews. Well, give me 20, 30 How years. exciting. When is December 5th? It but, is. Um, right. Yeah, I see. She's having a restock. She's on. got a restock. It's okay, I'm Sunday. gonna have to... Saturday. Sunday. You're right. It's Sunday. Yay. Yeah. Okay, so Sunday, I'm gonna be checking this out. So, which is the day after, you know. So this comes out the day before this comes oh, out. So, yeah. well, if there's anything left in her, Etsy yeah, restock, good luck. It'll... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this stuff kind of. Um, yeah, her stuff's really cute. Yeah. Thanks for the. Thanks for the. Yep. Rec. Um. Yeah, okay, so my two sweaters, I am working on dresses for belly um, and cross-stitching. And I'm, I'm working on my Christmas Eve exchange, but I don't want to talk about what it is because I'm wishy-washy about it. Mm. But I am you working on that. Yeah. You can tell us next month. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you know if I finished it, it or what I finished finish. instead. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we want to jump in to finish? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Katie, what have you finished? Uh, me? I have finished... Um, let me pull up my least. Um, I made a stocking as a commission for somebody because we get that yearly. I need a stocking, <laughs> but she at least got it to me before Thanksgiving, yeah. so I was like, "Yes, I will do it." Yeah, um, I don't have it because she picked it up today, but I can show you nice. a picture of it. Let's see a picture. Oh, that's cool. She used to buy. It was from a place called Annie's Woolens, who would sell the finished stockings, but now they just sell the kits. So she bought the kit. Oh, that's adorable. And it was like that Bartlett two-ply wool, like really cheapy wooly. It made my hands very lanolin-y. So your hands got very soft. So I finished that stocking um, in just a couple days. It was pretty quick. And then um, before that, I have checked all but one of the kids' sweaters off of my list. There are five kids getting sweaters. And I finished three more this month. So... I think you saw Emily's. I love that. To last month, the crocheted one. That's oh, so cute. cute. Elliot is four, and his like, <laughs> a little look at that with a big, a big E. Um, this one I did on the machine. Um, I did all the ribbing. I even did like the picked up the stitches and knit the sleeves off. Whoa, which was pretty tricky. 
so I didn't have to seam the seams seam the sleeves on. Um, the only hand knitting I did was for the rolled collar, and then I duplicate stitched the big E on the front. Which that is really great. tidy duplicate stitch. Thank yep. you. I like duplicate And the tension stitch. is really nice, it. too. Um, <laughs> this is Lion Brand Hometown USA oh, yeah. or Home something. I don't it remember. I think home, Hometowns, right? There's like a chunky version and they have two different names. Oh. So it's something like that. It's the worsted weight version. And it's like a tweedy foresty green with a gold, mm. big gold E on the front. That's which so I cute. Think is so cute. Yeah. Um. And then I finished uh, <laughs> Owens, which was a pain in my behind. <laughs> um, Owens oh, it's a grandpa is, sweater. How cute. Owens is a take on like the dude sweater from Big Lebowski. Um, <laughs> and it is navy blue with like a turquoise color work and like a bright, reminds me of like a macaroni and cheese color. Oh, yeah. Stripe. <laughs> um, with little grandpa, grandpa buttons yeah, and a shawl collar. I knit this one in the round and steaked it which was my first time steaking color work like properly and I don't know what I did wrong but it was coming apart and I texted Anne and I was like what did I do and she was like oh, I'm not sure <laughs> so I tied a bunch of tiny little knots yeah. and I stitched my facing down and it was it turned out fine yeah it looks great but I did panic pretty well I should have waited until I was here because I was going to machine reinforce my steaks but I was at home and I was like, I'll just do it this way. I've had that happen to me on crocheted steaks and I still don't know what I did wrong either. I, it's a mystery, yeah. but it's done and it's super cute. I'm very proud of it. I think it's, it's very cute. gorgeous. And then Amarin's I have been working on for months, <laughs> but it's fine. Like since January. Too. Yeah, I started <laughs> oh, wow. this one, so I was working on it in like fits and spurts and hers is the rainbow in the storm. So cute. Me. I ran out of yarn for the sleeves. I but think she's going to be little, and those are drop shoulders. I think they'll yeah. be long enough. They're yeah. like two or something inches shorter than they're supposed to be. So it's three quarter sleeve. Yeah, you will see. Know. And yep. then I had to use a different yarn for the neck because I was out of. My but you really can't color. tell. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Looks great. So that is adorable. So many adorable sweaters. And five is in my hands. I'm working on it. Oh I'm my gosh, it that's so impressive. Oh, it's taking. A long time. And I love fun. that hood. I love a good hoodie. Yeah, that's a very cute sweater. I really like this one. I think it's, I think that um, Finnegan's really going to like it because he likes being cool. So it's he's very, very cool. into like cool stuff. This is the cool guy sweater it's for sure. It's a very cool guy sweater. Yeah. So I think he'll like it because um, he's seven now and he's a, he's, a, you know, a whole teenager practically. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my God. Mirabella was asking. What? Does she, what does that mean? She still, she, she couldn't communicate it. And we're going to go to the mall together and she's going to show me what she means. And I'm probably going to cave. Yeah. As long as there's no midriffs involved. Sure. You know, and the shorts cover her butt. That Those are my criteria. Those are reasonable. Very criteria. reasonable. Yeah. Um, those are all of the things I've finished. That's pretty good. Karen, what'd you finish? Uh, did I'm... you give yourself full credit huh. for things you finished? What do you mean? Oh, and a lot of, of things for... Because uh, <laughs> I'm going to give myself So much credit. stuff for the boutique. Stuff for boutique. That took... Yeah. Yeah, we all made and finished a lot of things for the boutique this month. So that's a lot of FOs yes. right on that table over there. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what else? Okay. So besides boutique stuff, I did, I did two test knits or two test projects. One's a crochet shawl by um, Elizabeth of Decimore Designs on Instagram, D-E-S-A-M-O-U-R, like Amour, Desamour. Ah. Um, and one is 
Uh, she's from, I believe she's from Haiti. And so she has a collection and this is one part of her collection of various things that celebrate her culture of Haiti. And this is, was originally going to be called a Catherine Flan shawl, but then she changed it to Desaliennes with an accent over the E, I think. Anyway, so it's a it's like a three quarter, like a two thirds um, crochet shawl like with an octagons, or it would be a hexagon if it were completed. Except it has short rows, so it's a little longer on one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it ends up kind of spiraling a little bit, and it has these little swooshes, kind of like so a cute. Nike swoosh. I love the colors. And I got, I picked my colors. This, the yarn is from Serendipitous Wool. Um, Shohan or Shavon S. Shavon. I don't know if that is how you pronounce it. It's S I O B. Shavon. It's Shavon. Yep. But she's, but she's, I think from India. So I don't think it's. Well, that now name is pronounced Shavon in. Gaelic. I don't. The person I, I know somebody named that. That's I know someone named that it, way. But... I know, but I think in this other culture, it's pronounced differently. So. Okay. I just know it's the, the, the gal, she and Carolyn Dick and, um, and Elizabeth of Desmore Designs, the three of them together do, um, have a magazine called Radical Threads. And so anyway, so it's great yarn. It's the first time I got to have any of it. And it's kind of like this denim blue and, um, as a main color and then, so the contrast is not very bold. It's a much more subtle, Mm -hmm. subtle contrast. And then the other is pale, like almost like a, uh, barely, barely blue with lots of bright color speckles. Eggshell blue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's it. An eggshell blue with lots of bright little speckles of pink and purple and green. And anyway, I really love it. I've got to get good pictures because I haven't. Um, Cute. Because, you know, this other stuff we were doing. And then I finished a sweater that's mm-hmm. cuff to cuff. Oh, called you were the, working on this last time mm-hmm, we talked. Called the Page Turner. So that's all done. And um, super fun. Cute. It needs to be blocked, of course. It's so cute on. Um, super comfortable. And I'm going to hurry up and get that blocked so I can start wearing it. Because, I mean, except for the 90 degree day that I had yesterday. Um, you know, we left the house in the morning and it was 85 and we got to Ventura and it was, yeah, it's 90 degrees. 55. It was 50. It was literally, yeah, yeah, it was literally a 30 degree difference. difference. I think my Google is like weather app is, is like, it it keeps telling it's going to be 80 degrees and then it's 60 for me all day. (laughs) Okay. I have to, we we have, we maybe should have let her finish spelling because it's not Siobhan. It's not Siobhan. (laughs) It's S H O B H A. So Shabha maybe? Shabha. I don't know. I'm very sorry it's if you're listening and I'm oh. I'm horrible with names. <laughs> I'm wondering how a Gaelic name got into India. No, not but... Gaelic. I knew I was probably spelling it wrong and I know I'm definitely <laughs> pronouncing it wrong. For that, I, I'm I, very, very sorry. I oh, had but... a fight with one of my coworkers <laughs> about how to pronounce that name correctly. I even looked it up on Google and played it for yeah. her and she still kept saying Siobhan. <laughs> Siobhan. No. For, for the Gaelic oh. Siobhan. Yeah. Oh. And I'm like, that's not the name, okay? Anyway, total aside. So the Paige Turner uh, tunic is by Jessica of Pearls and Postulates, and she's an indie dyer and a newer designer. 
Um, and of course I picked the colors for this and both cases they're like, wow, I never put those combinations together. So I guess that's my superpower is color <laughs> combinations. Well, they're gorgeous. The main color, the front color of this one is got, it's like long dashes of, of neon. What do you call that? Safety. Oh <laughs> like yeah. A it's a uh, Edison yellow. Edison. But it's, I mean, Edison yellow, yellow, green. green. Color. Yeah. But with um, dashes of like an of a forest green, and little bits of like okay, you know that that's what Merlot. Yes, Merlot. (laughs) Merlot, we know Merlot. But then the contrast color is totally this purple gray color, kind of like a grapey kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but but yes, and so here's the front where it's mostly green, and it does this like fading to, Uh and one sleeve is green and one sleeve is purple. And then the back is the opposite. Is it reversible or is there a true front and back? There's a true front and back. Um, it's not, it's not, uh, it's just the way, cause you work the back separately mm-hmm. from the front. It's really interesting how you, at one point you're, you're, you have provisional stitches on the sides on the, when you're coming from one side and you're attaching the sleeve, you'll work the sleeve cause you start with a sleeve. And then you're attaching it to the body. Um, and of course I did Judy's magic cast on. Yes, <laughs> and she, and I was, it was fun. Cause she's like, I never thought of that. That kind of mind blown. I'm like, but I said, yeah, but keep to your original instructions because that's it's fiddly. Yeah. That might be smart, but it's fiddly. And the people who are tricky will figure out that that's a thing that you yeah, want to do it. Yeah. I said, for the average person, that might be too much because you're already throwing a lot at them going literally cuff to cuff. So, and changing colors and... I love cuff to cuff. Um, it's anyway. A, it's a fun way to cover the area that is a sweater. Yeah. So <laughs> that, and then I finished a cowl. Um, so I, I got one of those 12 days of Madeline Tosh and I ripped and it open. December 2nd, right? <laughs> oh, who Today. says I had to wait? It even she says you don't have to wait. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like a holiday. Um, Yeah. So it's all these little mini skeins. Okay. My big beef with them is the, of course, I, I, the mini skeins got me about two thirds through. Was it a pattern they suggest? No, it wasn't. Mm, I changed the pattern. I changed to a pattern. Still beef with them. I changed to pat. No, my beef with them though was that the yarn that they included. Is high twist, which they discontinued. Okay. So if you run short of something, you cannot, you can't reorder it. Now, I ordered a similar one called Farm Twist, which doesn't have the sheen, but is the same weight, and it works out well. It's just as yummy. I mean, on the one hand, it would be nice to have high twist, but it is kind of a brilliant way to use up the the extra surplus of skeins that you have that you may, you know, by making them into mini kits, so... Yeah, that's smart. From a business standpoint, kudos. But from a knitter stand, from a crocheter or crafter standpoint, I'm like, I want more of this. Grr. <laughs> okay, yeah. so I'm gonna put on because it is it's like really big. Cute. What is it? It's what is like, it called? The called the Juniper Cowl cute. by TL Yarncraft, and it's She's all brilliant. puff stitch, and it is Fun. like, it's about 20 inches deep. That's a big old cowl. Yeah, it looks oh, luscious. Yeah. So cozy. It is totally cozy. Ooh, it's so pretty. It is wonderful. And it's all, it just, all these gathers and layers around your neck. It's, it can come up and it won't make, take the place of a mask, but, but it'll it cover your, your mask. mask. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so cozy. And the drape on it is lovely because of this crochet puff stitch. 
Um, I really like her designs. I love her designs. Everything she's like my favorite crocheter. And I mean, I, every crochet thing I do now, I go to her patterns first. Oh. You know, with, and her new book, her new book on on Tunisia, the Tunisian crochet handbook, her first book came out last week mm-hmm. um and i've already and i i've got those kind of post-its that are clear tabs they're plastic and nice and firm so they don't you know rip <laughs> but they don't hurt the pages uh, yeah <laughs> it's all tabbed up nice <laughs> so but besides okay so the, again that's by tony lipsy and I highly, highly recommend it because besides being all about Tunisian crochet, it has all the basics because Tunisian crochet is built on the foundation of basic crochet. It has all your crochet basics as well. So if you, even if you're a newer crocheter, it's a great picture, you know, picture rich um, tutorials on all the different techniques you need. And this cool. is like, I don't even want to take this off because it's, so, it's so comfortable. I've got one more thing. That I started and finished it today. Whoa. Okay. For this, I'm Instant going to Instant gratification need, is yeah, wonderful. For this, I'm going to need Katie's help. Katie, can you reach down to the power and pull up the power, uh, pick up that power strip and just, I've got something plugged in and I just want you to oh. press the button. Oh, look at that. There's a button on the side. Oh, I've made one of those. That's so pretty. Wait, wait. And wait. Press. Keep pressing it. It's So this is by Laura Nelkin. It's called Starry Night. I knit a giant star um, in the round. Size 17 double pointed needles. Yeah, on size 17 double needles (laughs) out of of a strand of wired fairy lights. I bought a strand of fairy lights like that last year, and I've made supposed to be like a wall hanging with the needles attached so it looks like a piece of knitting is a light. Uh-huh. I haven't attached it to the needles and hung it up yet. But Aww. I decided that I, yeah, I guess it goes through its all different cycles. I just got the regular silver ones, but you can get these LEDs that where you can, it actually has a remote control, but apparently I got to put a battery in it. They don't give me a battery. <laughs> Duh. For shame. For shame. Um, yeah, so. That's you know, adorable. Isn't that pretty? Yeah. So, yeah, it's got, um. So I how many yards of fairy lights do you It's need? 66 yards. All right. 66 yards. And I've got enough to make two more. All right. Because, um, of course, why? She even now she ha, she says the first one you do is a little fiddly. It might be awkward. The second one feels comfortable. And by the time you get to the third one, you want to make them for everybody. Aww. And it's true. That's adorable. It is true. It's, it's, nice there's enough there's enough wire that you can actually hang it someplace you mm-hmm. have it's not just like you're not going to run out of wire when you're hanging trying to you know re plug it in and reach someplace although it's getting all tangled on itself now so anyway Cute. um she tells you all the things you need this kind of why i need the wire cutter but hey my old scissor my old uh fiskers <laughs> that were like cheapo old okay <laughs> <laughs> The ding in the blade is hurting. Yeah. It's hurting my soul. <laughs> no, no, they were they they've they've lasted like sixteen years. So nice, nice. nice. Anyway, uh, and now they have a, a ding in the blade. Now they <laughs> have a ding in the blade. <laughs> Probably. No, not but, necessarily. If it's a soft wire, um, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, because you you string, um, like any. I think she said. 15 to 17 gauge only i don't know where they have that because yeah here it's the gauge is all in even numbers hmm. so it's a 16 gauge wire say, well, I right oh i, mean, I yeah. did 
So you the the very last row you're just gonna put on you're gonna string put wire regular wire through it like aluminum wire to help it and then you pull it all out into its shape. So that is there you adorable. go. Yeah, it's a little wonky right now, but whatever. I'm proud of myself. I I did something quick gratification, something yeah, in a day. Yeah. Fantastic. So, it's so cute and glittery. Sparkle. So that was like plus plus 83 bags. And yeah. Yeah, let's give full credit. I mean, Katie, you should go back and do your count. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I, I didn't make, yeah, I don't remember. You know, after a while you stop paying attention, but I, I, well, I didn't stop paying attention, but <laughs> anyway, you unplug me now. Yes. Thank you. And what'd you finish? All right. I have a list. A list. That's the wrong list. <laughs> uh, all right. I finished five more ribbon reels. Why? Wow. <laughs> uh, four were here for sale, and um, half of them sold. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, of the new. Um, and then I made my mom one. for. I gave it to her at Thanksgiving. And so normally these reeds are taking, like, I recommend a set of three different two-and-a-half-inch ribbons. But, like, it's sort of like when you're putting fabric together for a quilt. Uh And you're like, and then this one would look really cool with this one. And then that one would look really cool. Or the other thing I could, addictive nature, I could compare it to is when you're putting yarn together for a fade. Mm -hmm. Like, ooh, look at this fade. Look at this fade. Okay. Uh, I put... That was a really good analogy right there. Eight ribbons in my mom's. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, It's really cute. Uh, yes I do um, and I will probably put this picture on Instagram for, for you dear listeners who can't um, can't see through the sound waves yeah. <laughs> uh, then I finished eight what I'm calling snuggle quilts which yeah. were inspired by you guys' techniques um, oh that's I real cute took um Oh, that one's pretty. Uh, my mom's wreath. She's from Minnesota, and I came across this pine cone. I love that one. Um, ribbon and plaids, and but she also likes sparkles. So I have these sparkly um, balls in the center. But I was really riffing off like a woodsy Christmas, like her yeah. fir- her first Christmases. Um, she said she liked it and allowed me to put it on the door. So there I think go. she liked it. <laughs> so I was very proud of it. Um, so the quilts I've been making, um, Katie gave me that wonderful quilt for my birthday that's backed with fleece, mm-hmm. and it is so comfy so and so snuggly. Uh, and then you both have done quilt-as-you-go projects over the last few years, mm-hmm. um, which I think is very clever. So I took, um, what are those called? The two-and-a-half-inch rolls? Jelly rolls? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I took some jelly rolls and just did the strips and quilt, did a quilt-as-I-go to, uh, to the fleece. And it's really snuggly and they're fun to make. And then I also um, did some charm square packs with those. Oh, yes. And those are my favorite, actually. I really, I did like four rows of charm squares, then 10 jelly roll strips, then four rows of charm squares. And I really, really like that setup. Um, And if this sounds intriguing, I think it will be a class in the new year. Um, So, eight quilts. 111 bull hugger mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we have pot holders. Of which, I think you, yeah, so. you sold 
That, which is nice. I, yeah. c- which is good because I, I had an employee at the beginning. I asked my daughter to help me um, mark the batting because that's the, one of the patterns I had is you mark the batting where these darts go to shape it into mm-hmm. this bowl hugger shape. And then I realized that I could do a template on my sewing machine needle plate, oh. fold it in half and line the corner Smart. up with the template for the dart. And just and zoom. Just line it up with zoom that. Through. Yeah. So there's an odd number Tricky. because I did um, make a promise of one that was no longer in stock. And making that one took as long as it takes to make 10. Oh, yeah. It's one of those <laughs> kind of things. So it's like, might as well batch sew that. Um, I came across a pattern for ones that are meant for like pints of ice cream. Oh, mm. yeah. So I'm going to make those next year. That's smart. Um, 111 bull huggers, and those were a grand success. Um, cool. I think, yeah, there was a whole lot of them. Yeah, reeds, huggers, and quilts. And go. I have finished 16 watercolor paintings. Yes, beautiful. <laughs> that are being used for our um, Stitch Miss blog event. Yep. It's the time of year we blog. So if you uh, like to hear our point of view, please um, tune into our Instagram and check out our um, our blog posts on our website. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun with watercolor, which is more fun than cross-stitch. The little pictures that you have done are beautiful. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. Eight more to come. Love it. Um, there's one you haven't seen yet because I smudged it. Oh. Well. So technically there's nine to come. I wish I was artsy like that. Like, I always think it would be fun to be able to, like, Just watercolor. try it. I have. I, I love watercolor. Oh, then it's not fun. <laughs> it's not. It's not But fun it could like be, like, cross-stitch because I hated cross-stitch as a kid. But maybe someday you'll come back to it. See, I think my form of art is like coloring in a coloring book. Well, that's fine. Like, that's fine. But I would like to be the sort of person that can like take their palette with them and go sit somewhere beautiful oh, and paint a picture. Yeah. I, that's never going to be me. Nah. I'm and artsy. that's not, not me crafty. either. Yeah. Or I'm crafty. I'm not artsy. I, I have gone to art school. <laughs> but I'm not really a plain air painter either. Yeah. I, I wish. I like to think that that would be fun. But. Yeah. I wish I could go like my mom took her watercolors to Hawaii and did some simple watercolors of yeah, the places see? they stayed. That is not part of my holiday regimen. Mm. <laughs> what the year, the year that the summer that I was pregnant with my youngest, we, we went cause we go camp. We, we used to go camping every year, every pregnancy slept on it, <laughs> slept in a tent well, you're on a the ground. Woman than I am. But we were up in Sequoia, and that summer we decided that we would do one of those walking tours that would had watercolor, and they provide the, the paper oh. and the pen and the the a little uh, jar of water and the paints and the brushes. They provide all that. You just show up, and it was free. That sounds amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. So we, you know, they took us around the trail and everything, and then you went off and you, for like twenty minutes, and you painted something and. Um, you know, our youngest at the time was five and he says it was a big sequoia. Sure. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but what we actually did, I mean, is they had to be like five by seven little pieces of paper. And I actually, we have them on our wall. That's really cool. You know, I did one, my husband did one. And at the time the two, two sons had one. That is adorable. What a fun thing to do. I wonder if they still do anything like that. I don't know. But I'm not willing to camp to find out. <laughs> I was going to say, you well, no, you don't have to be. You can be, you can be like, you can just you show can, up. You, on you the do day. RVs. You, you can stay just, at the lodge. Yeah. You can right. stay at the lodge. You uh-huh. can, 
yeah. <laughs> they, they don't ask you for your... If you camped or not. Yeah, what's your campsite? Although what's they probably number? can tell by the ones who are like... Who's rested and who's walking funny. Uh, I'm almost willing <laughs> to know camp that to go like a crick in your neck. <laughs> no, we have air mattresses. We're not... Oh. We're not that rugged. <laughs> I never have any success with air mattresses. It's on, on the floor oh. in the morning. Oh, it is. Yeah. But <laughs> it's going to be most of the night. Most of the night. I really just need to fall asleep. That's the main. Yeah. I will tell you, being pregnant, it was a lot easier to roll onto my knees than if I'd been higher. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a good point. Um, are those all, all of your things? Those are all the things I finished. Yeah. Well, that can be our segue into our topic for today is you were mentioning our blog. Um nope. If you want to check it out, it's um, right on our website. There's a little tab that says blog. You just click right on that. Um, and coinciding with the blog posts that should be up when this episode is up or soon thereafter around this time. Um, I want to talk about some local businesses that we all like and patronize and think that you should too. Great for, you know, the holiday season and supporting local businesses. It's past small business Saturday, but, you know, the spirit lives on. With so, the tremendous support we got at our boutique and are continuing mm-hmm. to get, it just makes me so acutely aware of yeah. how the community is showing up to mm-hmm. support your small makes business. Makes a huge yep. difference. I mean, that happens for us all year long, but we just got this burst of support, and I want to show that around the community. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we each came up with three places um, that we'd like to share and talk about. So, Anne, you want to go first? Sure. Okay. So... First on my list. Um, and some of these you've probably heard of or yeah, heard us talk about or about. maybe have been to. But. Yeah. Yeah. All those things. Yeah. So um, first on my list, I, my first two are pretty new businesses in our community. Um, Timber Books, which I seem, I feel like we mention every uh-huh. book podcast. Every book club episode. <laughs> <laughs> I do. If it's my turn, I try. And I think we've all done this in turn. I try to buy my copy there. Mm-hmm. Um because and then when it's my turn, I just like having the, the, the copy of the book. Copy. Of course, this time I'm sort of running out of time, so I probably will also be adding the audio. I'm also running out of time. <laughs> um, so Timber Books was founded about a year ago. They are on um, Main Main Street in the area we would kind of call Midtown, um, mm-hmm. 1924 East Main Street in Ventura. Um, they had their anniversary in October. It is a charming like galley style shop. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of books crammed in there. They will order anything you want period. So I have just been making a concerted effort to buy as many books that I distinctly know I want and just have them order it for me. You know, sometimes you wonder in the bookstore and you're like, I wonder what I'll find. But I'm also, if I have a list of things I'm looking for, so far she's been able to order everything for me. Um, granted, I've been scared off by the paper shortage of this winter, <laughs> so I haven't asked for any orders since um, October. Um, they started something really cool. It's a um, like a subscription service, and you can do fiction or nonfiction books, and you can do one month three six or oh, the year cool. and they choose whatever you know category you choose mm-hmm. they're going to curate the book choice and you end up saving a little bit on the cost of the hardcover and then there'll be like free goodies in there too um, that's nice that's really fun yeah so that seems 
Like a mystery book club. Well, I feel mixed because I like to have control over my Uh choice as far as books go. But then again, I also like to be surprised. Like it's super fun when it's not my turn to choose for the book club. Mm -hmm. Um, They're lovely. I don't know any of them well or personally. (laughs) The only girl that I've talked to, the only couple times I've been in there has been very nice. Yeah. I mean, lovely experience. Every time I go in there, their Instagram is very fun. Every Tuesday they post the new releases and... um, it's such a pretty shop just to walk around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. kind of shop I could see sitting. It's got that wonderful vintage library feel mm-hmm. with their art, with some of the, the bookshelves have arches. And I think the kind of place want, I would want to sit and they read built for a while. Shelves. They're all custom built, but I think by the owners. That's cool. Um, they're very, like, if you watch their Instagram, they're pretty DIY. Like, they had a bunch of personalized, um, like, shirts and hats, mm-hmm. and they were doing the patches. And, oh, that's cool. Um, awesome. Um, I can't think of the word, the transfers onto the shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. Yeah. And you can, and they really are doing like a community vibe there. Mm-hmm. And we don't have another local bookstore in town, really. No. So, yeah. It's nice. I mean, we it's have like our used bookstores, which are also yeah. awesome mm-hmm. businesses, Abendigo Books, and um, oh, it's directly across the street from work, and I can't think of what it's called. <laughs> I can only think of oh, Abendigo. Oh, Bank of Books. Bank oh, of yeah, Books yeah, yeah. is um, closer downtown and Abendigo is midtown. Um, and those are great because cool for used books. Mm-hmm. Um, but Timber is just that lovely, I know, perfect so cool. local book shop. And I, sh- I shopped there for um, books for my husband for Christmas last year mm-hmm. and got him some books on musicians that he really likes that we'd never heard of and we didn't see online anyplace. Very, yeah, so they, it, like it seems well curated mm-hmm. as, as well as like a well big selection for a small space yeah they have a lot of local um yeah. if not local to actually yeah one of them was about a local person. southern california yeah. they just had um the woman who was the mother on um little house on the prairie has a, a memoir oh, she does and they just had Laura her Ingalls mom yeah not, they just not had really. her as a her name is that's awesome ma, <laughs> ma. yeah <laughs> Well, the actress's name is Karen Grassel. That's right. <laughs> A.K.A. Ma. Ma. Of Little Hats on the Prairie. <laughs> so they just had like a really cool signing event with her. That's awesome. How cool. Um, They're also super inclusive. Is she like, local? They have like a whole like anti-racism section mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I gotta go it's, in there. It's a great, great spot. Please visit it if you have not already. It's next door to a coffee shop too. Singing Sun. Singing Sun. Yeah. Which um, I would have talked more about but they don't have any baked goods when i've gone in there and oh, that's why the that's... next one i like will be yeah. talked about shall we round robin yeah karen you want to go next okay so um ironically i couldn't i won't be able to make my appointment tomorrow because i um uh, because of things going on but every now and then oh i have well i have a monthly standing appointment with our friend cheryl ruiz who does skincare by cheryl it's skincare underscore Cheryl on Instagram and so she does amazing facials it's like and she is the one who has helped me grow my brows back because they look very healthy I was an over tweezer for years <laughs> that's that's the way they wanted you to be no no I, I the the section that was like in the court that covers the corner of your eyes was getting farther and farther apart <laughs> wider and wider <laughs> because if I saw silver, which I have a lot of silver in my brows, Aww. I was plucking them out. So I had big old bald spots. Aww. So for over a year, we've been, I've been going there and we've been 
so I don't touch them because she has a better view of what they how they should be shaped. But not only that, but like when occasionally if you'll treat yourself to do some self care and give yourself a facial, every every time you go in, your facial is going to be a little different because it's going to be um, whatever your skin tells her it needs to be. Like sometimes I need more moisture, or other times I she just and it's just. I think I actually fell asleep and snored a little bit the last <laughs> time. Oh, and she yeah. doesn't mind at all. Well, she's one of my favorite human beings. Yeah. She absolutely all. is. She's probably listening she's to probably this share right now. I hope so. So I anyway, you. I just want to say if you have a chance to. She's just really good at what she does. She's yes. awesome and she's yeah. lovely and she makes you feel wonderful. It's not and easy for me to trust someone to touch me. Period. Yeah. yeah. Um, and. She's just truly wonderful at what she does. She's so nurturing. (laughs) And sometimes I just don't have that in my life. And so to have her do that for me is she's like the best friend ever who takes care of my skin. And she's super educated at what she does. Absolutely. She's really mindful about the products she chooses. Mm -hmm. The facial massage stuff that she's been studying the last couple of years is fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. (laughs) I love following her on Instagram. I'm learning so many things. Yes. I know. I'm like, when are you going to, okay, that thing that they did to your face, when are you going to do that? that? Do that to me. (laughs) I know. And all that stuff is very effective for like keeping your skin springy and youthful. Just yeah, I didn't. Your, your it's only been the last. It's only been the last like five to six years. I've really started taking care of my skin. Um, it's like it's almost like after it's already a little too late, but not too too late to take care of what I got for the rest. Rest it's of never too late. No, nope. I you know I remember the first time I had a facial, my skin was so super dry that it felt like I was walking away with like a moat <laughs> on my face. And I just couldn't handle it. But now I leave it moist. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so that was skincare underscore Cheryl on Instagram. If you know, check out her stuff. I visit her locally at La Lobo Salon. It's over by Lassen's. Yep. But I know you. it's by appointment only, so that's why I'm suggesting follow her on Instagram. And at Christmas time, maybe you can, maybe you can't. A gift certificate is a great present. Honestly, that's what I for want. For a mom or, like, a grandma or Absolutely. Whoever. For the new year, it's like, start, forget about resolutions. I just, just let me self-care. Yeah, treat yourself. Well, my first pick is um, a bakery um, in Fillmore called Rowan Mills. Um, they've been open for a couple of years in their like physical location um, mm-hmm. on Central Avenue, downtown in Ventura. Um, if you enjoy uh, bread or I like you know, bread. baked goods, um, <laughs> Rowan Mills is and great. And farm fresh stuff. Yes. They, have, they grow on their own place. They Ooh. have everything is farm fresh. They grow their own wheat. They mill their own flour. They bake the wow. bread. They also have like salad mix sometimes or like any sort of flour you could want if you do your own bakery, baking um like not, local not gluten free but yeah you know, the rest of the family not, and but their sourdough i'm told from the family is amazing they make pies during the holidays Ooh. they do a lot of um like farmers markets and stuff um so they're open wednesdays and saturdays only in their physical location but that's also where they do all their like production um you can order online and pick up on those days yeah and they also do like homemade pasta all kinds of good stuff so it's like a nice treat um, my sister and I would go to like 
take the kids to like story time at the library on Wednesdays mm-hmm. and then stop by afterwards and the kids get a cookie and they have like really good sandwiches too. Mm. Um, cookies, treats. Um, so if you're like going to a holiday party, you need to pick up something to bring with you. Um, they've got lots of delicious, yummy stuff. So um, I picked up a mushroom hand pie for my youngest who's vegan nice. because it doesn't have butter in it and it was amazing. Ooh, yeah, they have lots I, of good stuff. I like stuff. baked things mm-hmm. very much. So I'm if you have to find yourself it. in Fillmore or near Fillmore on a Wednesday or a Saturday, um, it's worth stopping in because they have mm-hmm. yummy, yummy things. That's Rowan, R-O-A-N, um, Mills. You could also follow them on Rowan. Instagram. Okay, I was spelling it with a W, so it was not getting very far. R-O-A-N. There they are. So that's my oh. first pick is yummy treats. I always want to do an honorable mention when we're doing this because when I just picked up Roan Mills, it came up with some another local business that follows them that I really like that isn't already on my list. Well, we could do an honorable <laughs> mention at the end. All right. Um, okay. guess it's my turn again. Your turn. Uh, my next is the um, lovely coffee shop on um, the North Ventura Avenue called Love Well Coffee. I've heard of it, and I know people who love it, and I have yet to. I'm never over there. Right. It, well, it's, I mean, technically, if I had a local coffee shop, it is that technically it. my local coffee shop. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a standing Friday morning date with my middle son um, that we take his sister to school and then he and I go back because it's nice. near it's near De Anza Middle School. It, it's formerly Django's Coffee which we knew the owners there and we oh. adored those owners. I didn't like it that much when um, it was sold to new owners it just the vibe changed uh-huh. and life changed a little too so I was it just wasn't convenient to go which is why it took me a little while to get to love well is I had to like make an effort to make yeah. time to go there to try it. and it's worth it. It's very good. Mm. They're so sweet and cute. Yeah. It looks very adorable. Yes. They redecorated the whole inside. It's just, it's a whole new situation in there. Um, They do have a ton of cute, um, like, goods. Like, somebody's making um, clay earrings. Um, They have a bunch of cute Christmas decorations. There's a, you know, leave one, take one library, um, which I picked up where the crawdogs thing so if we need to pass that around oh, i don't good. know if you guys have already heard that i know that was when we wanted to like we talked about wanting um anyway Everybody else has read it yeah <laughs> um i'm trepidatious about leaving night bitch there but like i'm i'm done with that book and i'm thinking that's a good place to leave it. Sure. i think if i put I it on a high be good shelf, i think i'd move it if they you know? don't like it yeah uh i my understanding is it's two irish sisters and they cool. are always so lovely when we go in. We go Friday mornings and um, they like bring you your coffee. Mm. So they ask your name. They pay attention to where you sit down. That's and it's nice. like a it's table like a real service. coffee yeah. shop instead of just calling your name over. Yeah. It's just very and lovely. Yeah. And they um, so... When did they open on Saturday? Because I think um, it's Saturday. Oh, it doesn't look like they're open very early. <laughs> well, no, I, that might be a lie. Um, they're not open late. That's the thing I think is mm. in my brain. Um, so each season, instead of little plastic stoppers, they have these kind of heavy-duty stickers that they put over oh, the opening of the drink. So at Halloween, it was little candy corns. Oh, how cute! <laughs> and then they switched to these little, like, minty looking swirls for mm-hmm. um, like a Christmas. Yeah, candy. yeah, exactly. Cute. Um, and so then I get a picture of Dante wearing it somewhere funny, <laughs> and it's 
so cute. Um, <laughs> he's a 13 year old boy, so he doesn't think he's very cute, but but you he is. Cute. He's still very <laughs> cute. Uh, they open at seven Monday through Saturday. Oh, that's great. Seven a.m. to one p.m. Tea, tea and coffee <laughs> shop, so they have tea also. Yeah, it's and I don't, I don't know who's bringing in their baked goods, mm. but they are amazing. Nice. So, yum. Good to know. Uh, Dante, the first time we went in probably late September, he saw this thing. It was a bobka roll. Oh yeah, Bobka. And um, I'd never had Bobka. I'd like heard of it. Uh, and then every week since they had not had it. And so he was obsessed that he get a Bobka wheel. <laughs> so I bought some Bobka from Trader Joe's and that was yummy. But um, actually I don't know what it tasted like because <laughs> I was showering when they broke into the food and I, he knocked on my door and he's like, how many can I have? I'm like, have one serving. Yeah. Then he comes knocking on my door again and he's like, can I have yours? And I'm like, no, I, I also want to know what it tastes like. So later I go out and everybody's in bed and the, there's a plate on the table, <laughs> but no babka. Oh. I think the dog snatched it. Oh, well. Oh, wow. Which is not good because it has chocolate, but they didn't die. <laughs> so I asked him about it later. I'm like, did you eat my serving? He's like, no, I had every ounce of self-control to not mm-hmm. eat your piece. Sure. So uh, the week before Thanksgiving, they did have babka roll and it was flipping amazing. Nice. Yeah. So they're baking goods. They're so good. Um, so two Irish sisters, really cute inside amazingly nice their website their menu is really cute yeah the vibe that was great about Django's of the local coffee shop is back nice and they have really cute stickers too (laughs) they have the cladas one of them they have a roller skate one that's the one i picked up um they have a loyalty card um okay i'll give me get one of those yeah they're lovely they're like it's the classic punch card it's yeah lovely. that's awesome uh so i i very much enjoy level i'm glad we we're making the time to go there cool karen what's your number two my number two is in santa paula and they've been there a long time but i only recently started only the last year started going um robelais mm, robelais classic Amazing. So, uh, so if you want like new orleans style food um, green, like my favorite thing is actually the shrimp, shrimp and grits with a great, um, but actually for breakfast, because sometimes I'll go there as and try to pick up a breakfast, mm-hmm. um, either on my way in Every, or I always think when I'm there, I should stop here on my way to work and pick up coffee and a treat. Yeah. Every time I'm like, I should remember to do this. And the one time I did, they had no baked goods and oh. I was so upset because all I wanted was a muffin. Oh. And I was like, this has got to be an anomaly because they didn't have anything in Nothing. their case. I was sad. But Highly so they unusual. have such good stuff. So this but, was like three years ago. Okay. Yeah. Supply chain issue. <laughs> no, no, no. But every time I go now, I get cookies to go. Uh, I will say lemon amazing. bars. Oh my god, they're so good. Okay, so if you are used to um, chain store coffee, such as like Starbucks, you get a really that you're not. It wasn't until I went to Robles I started really appreciating the really good coffee like like um i because a lot of times like on a sunday morning my husband play you know plays on the worship band at church so i gotta drop him off before seven usually i'm i'm in 
usually I'm in my, I'm in my pajamas, but if I want to get coffee, I will not go in my pajamas. I will actually take a shower and be dressed so I can go into Robles because they open at seven and now their food's not available till a little bit later, but I can get their coffee and their espresso is so good. You only yeah. get a little bit, you're not getting jumbo sizes, but you're getting really excellent quality espresso. It's, it's smooth and delicious Mm -hmm. my husband gets the americana they've got great cold brew um i have gotten baked goods to take home to the family but if i go there a little bit late like on a saturday morning when they do have it i like their um bayou benedict yeah i've had that it's so good because i can because Mm -hmm. i can get it not it's not necessarily served on a on a it's not served it's served with bread but not on bread Mm -hmm. so i can set the bread aside for someone else who can eat it but i like it served on green on spinach greens i've had i've been there for breakfast lunch dinner it's all good i haven't been for dinner ever they have like fried chicken mother's day actually so good i have a fried chicken Mm -hmm. what day of the week i don't remember i'd have to look it's like friday nights or something my favorite rabelais moment was um when the kids were at ventura charter school they did all school camp out and they were camping at, um, I can't think of it, St- Steckles. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like a three-day event thing, and you're dirty, and you're gross, and you're grumpy. Mm-hmm. And I, I dropped the kids off, and I left them there with all the other grumpy, <laughs> cold parents. And then I took myself to, to Ravelay's <laughs> and had a warm, beautiful, nice, nice breakfast. <laughs> If you go and there to eat, like to sit down to eat, you gotta give yourself some time because it does take a little while. It does yeah, take a long time. Service is a little slow, but it's worth it because it's very good. If you mm-hmm. want to like sit and chat and like catch it's, up with somebody, it's perfect. Excellent. It is like really, really well made. It's run by a family. Um, it's like oh wow, you know sometimes like sometimes the like I know their daughter Leah. Um, cause she and her husband are the, on, are the worship team leaders, but sometimes she's not there. Cause sometimes she's, you know, she helps her mom who works on the Sunday at, at you know, it's, so it's neat that it's a family run thing and mm-hmm. everybody there has been super nice. Um, it's just a, it's a great place. Yeah. I remember something about Lovewell, which you might care about Katie. Okay. They oh. have excellent ice. I ice is very important. To so me. this is what I like. I, and it must be extruded. Like I imagine that this perfect ice is going through like pipes as it freezes. It's that cylindrical ice mm. that's not frozen hard. So and when you crunchy. crunch it, it just crumbles into icy wonderfulness. Nice. It's they that have, is not my favorite kind of ice, but oh, I oh, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. What's I want it? ice that's going to last as long as possible. Oh, you yeah. Because I want my no, drink I, to be as cold as possible. If I'm looking for ice, I'm probably wanting to crunch it. No, I don't eat my ice. I, I just do. wanted oh. to make my drink cold. See, I like I like to crunch <laughs> ice, so that's good to know. Yeah, they have good. I ice. Have one last teeth. thing about Robles, only because they are a, they're a local small business that supports another small local small business. They use the local uh, coffee roasters prospect. Mm, nice uh coffee roasters so it's kind of neat that they're you know they're they're very community minded and prospect is another great place too is another great place where is prospect there's one downtown yes and but they're doing like a side street yeah it's um well it's santa clara and the street before and and street because it's the street before mirabella's school um yeah i don't remember but they're in the honorable mention category yeah (laughs) the thing is that i in my last experience, I've met those owners, and they are two really cool guys. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but uh, I didn't see any baked goods there. No, but they have good <laughs> coffee. Yeah, they do. Um, it's my- uh, Laurel Street. Laurel, okay. which I think is the same street as the. Um, That's the one with the theater on it. Mm-hmm. The yeah. theater yep. mm. down from there. Um, my second choice is Super Buzzy. Ding ding. Um, ding. I was gonna choose that, but I'm well, but I, I didn't speak up loud enough. That's we okay. would I've all a, choose. We it. would yes. all choose yeah. that. I put it on the list because we all love it. And yeah. if you're listening to this, you've probably been there. And if not, treat yourself and you take need to yourself go. to Super yeah. You need to go. Even if you're not a yeah. a, a sewer or quilter. They she's have got yarn. Stuff. She's yeah. got all kinds of fun stuff. And like little gifty things. If you're a cross-stitcher, she yeah. has all of the Cosmo, Very which nice I, I think is, is superior to DMC. That's just my opinion. It's it's Everything is so cute. It's such a fun store. You always find something you need. All the employees really good are great. quality stuff. And Kelly, the owner, is wonderful. Yep. She always remembers my name. She yep. walks in. She's like, hi, Katie. How are you doing? And I had to have a little chat with her. She's very friendly. Um, She was telling me about her daughter the other day and how she's like, graduating college or something what maybe not but she was like oh, little sh- tiny I when i first started going high there school. well whatever well, maybe she's, she's on to college now i just looked at they've been open <gasps> no. for 15 years oh. they opened in 2006 but that might have yeah. been online yeah first. she didn't have a brick and mortar right away because i know i've been going to the brick and mortar since like since they opened. the minute yeah me too <laughs> um my grandma took me there the first time i went and it was it's it's just the best yeah um, and also, what a great afternoon, because you go to Supervisy, then you can go to Singing Sun, and then you can go to Timber. It's and like all that, within a little, like within a little block of each other. Next to mm-hmm. Timber, which is, what is that called? I don't remember. It's a cute little gift shop next to Timber. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a, just a fun little afternoon yeah. for yourself. Go buy some fabric. They have, like, all, like, well, not all, but Japanese mm-hmm. products and, and fabric and yarn, but also other name brands that you I have a Japanese and, sewing book. It doesn't matter that I don't know Japanese. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Japanese craft books and like knitting books and stuff are really well made. Um, but I always find it's so fun to look through all her notions mm-hmm. and um, we love super. I Buzzy, always walk so. out with more than. Oh yeah, because she's got all the cute stuff, but in the best way. Yes. Somebody gave yes. me a gift card to Super Buzzy like a year or two ago or something. I don't remember, but it was like this is the best present ever. Yeah. No. See. That's I already know what I'm getting for my birthday. Oh, good. And, um, is because is my it's a combination because because my birthday's two days after Christmas. I've convinced my mother a couple mother in law a couple years ago that that's where I'm going to spend my money anyway. So why don't you just <laughs> that's like give me a gift Anna certificate? Kappa. It's like I want a gift certificate to Anna Kappa. Yeah, but you work there. I'm like, yeah, but I spend and my money how, there. Yeah, yeah, and that, think how much farther with that employee discount oh, our money yeah. went. But no, yeah. but. It's super busy. I'm so excited. I'm already planning. Okay, I know the projects I want to do at the beginning of the year. <laughs> yeah. Well, right because... now it's an exciting time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll hear this on the sixth of December. Because I'll still get because I'll still get my birth. Because if I go before the end of December, but after oh, Christmas, get your... oh, I get my birthday, birthday discount. Yeah. So join her mailing list because she sends you a birthday card. Um, I'm in August, and that's just always a very hard financial month for me. <laughs> so I almost never use that card, but Aww. I appreciate it. Um. It's married to a teacher. It's always fun. Yeah. Um, but December 6th, you'll be hearing this if you listen right away. Yeah. And she does this fun thing every oh, December yeah. where she sends an email with a insane deal yep. every for 12 every day. days in December. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's um, I think she like skips somewhere in there so it doesn't line up perfectly. But I'm tuned in. I'm yep. looking for that email well, every it day. It doesn't. 
it it, it doesn't land on the on Mondays because she's closed Mondays. Oh, so maybe that. So on the sixth, unless you do online, look on her Instagram because yeah, she'll have all the posts. Check it out. Yeah, so it's probably already started. You did. Yeah. What did we miss today? You missed Ulfa rotary blades. You might not have missed because it's still. I know. I regret (laughs) not doing it. Um. I have to be smart about when I open that email so that I can like <laughs> concentrate and buy it. Yeah. Um, today was a very like um, interesting looking quilt book that was I th- I th- almost 50% off mm. um, in the description. She talked about it being somebody who is like very influential to her own creative going process. going on my phone now and looking them up. Do we need to pause? No, <laughs> no, no, keep going. Uh, Super Buzzy is a wonderful business. We love them. Yeah. Um, Kona. All the colors oh, of Kona. every color you could oh, ever want. Yeah. And then I love... And it's cheaper there than, like, a lot of places and online. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's comparable, if not a little bit less. Yeah. And it's really smart to, or like, you can order that one online with her. Or definitely, if you do it, have them email you the receipt. Because it has been endlessly useful to be like, what color did I buy on that last project? Yeah. And I search oh. my email and it has the exact color name. Yep. I love it. They also will put the color name on, oh, a, sticker. on a sticker. Okay, yeah, so what I do is is, yeah. is I as I'm cutting up the fabric, because it comes up, she'll, it'll all come in a really neat Ziploc bag. And I will put all my cut pieces and the stickers on that Ziploc bag. Yeah. So yeah, they they have so they many were helpful doing things. Doing the order ahead, curbside pickup. Yeah, before, I did that a times. But before the pandemic. Yeah. So at Christmas time, I have taken advantage of that and shopped while I'm at work. Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then um and then it's ready either by the I mean I don't think that can be quite as fast now that it's a more used service, but um I had instances where it was ready by the time I was ready to leave work. I leave work like 10, 15 minutes early because they close at five. That's the only bummer. Um, and it's all ready. So like I could come here and start stitching my Christmas That's present. That's nice. It was, it's amazing. Um, yeah. Well, so, who's next? And you're next. Yep. My third is um, Grassroots Yoga, mm. which is also on Main Street. It's, it's a very long street if you're not familiar with Ventura. <laughs> yeah. I think two-thirds of our businesses have been on Main Street. Yeah. Um, Grassroots Yoga is a really wonderful, welcoming um, yoga studio in Ventura. I um, am kind of newer to them. Um, I started going regularly this summer. They have been in place for, I think, maybe three years, but I was attending a different studio when um, they were getting their feet under them. They're at 2280 East Main Street. Um, it's next to Mission Animal Hospital and, um, on the corner, it's, it's, um, Seaward and Main Street, essentially. So right across from the high school, there's a donut store and a coffee shop and a taco place. (laughs) So if you need to refuel after your workout, um, I have smelled the donut shop in there. (laughs) (laughs) That's helpful. Yeah. (laughs) Um, it's heated yoga, which I love, but not all their classes are heated. During the pandemic, they were um, occupying Camino Real Park and doing outdoor classes, which wasn't really my cup of tea, but I think that that was really popular. So they also still offer those outdoor classes. They have every kind of yoga you could possibly care to to practice. Mm. And I don't have like an, a lot of experience with different studios, um, but every 
single instructor, even though they all have their own unique take, mm-hmm. is welcoming and inviting. And I heard this. I don't know if they self-describe this way, but I heard it described by someone else as a trauma-informed studio. Hmm. They take their start and end times very seriously. I've actually not had any of the teachers physically correct me, but that might be because um, of the time (laughs) that I started practicing with them. But no one has ever touched me, Mm -hmm. which to me, that's important. Um, Not that physical correction, that I'd be fully opposed to that in a yoga class. Um, But that's something that should have be only done with permission. Yeah. And they're just really, really mindful of everyone like I don't know how to fully describe that Mm -hmm. but they are I feel very welcome there even though you know that you're safe thank you yeah even though you know you're like coming into an established community I have I felt I feel great when I practice there that's nice um and they have a full schedule all day long from 6 15 a.m to 7 15 practically every day I think Saturdays and Sundays are shorter days but during the week they have classes almost every hour. (laughs) Um, They have lots of workshops and events. And then if finding a new place to practice yoga is not something you're doing right now, they also have a adorable boutique with lots of locally sourced um, candles and self-care things. Sometimes they have food items, um, jewelry, they have a lot of branded stuff that's really cute. <laughs> it seems like they change the style of um, fashion like every week. They have new things in the boutique. And so if you're just looking for, to shop for mm-hmm. your gifts, um, they have a gorgeous boutique. And it's open, again, all day long. Nice. Um, I love grassroots. They're really sweet. Cool. Um, Karen? <laughs> so my last one, I have it on my, written down, is... Also, uh, the other, uh, our other local fabric store. I mean, not the chain, non-chain fabric store, which would be Fabric Town. They are a um, fixture. They are a fixture. They've been I here. There when I was little. Really? Mm-hmm. Aww. I remember going to visit her when she worked. I really appreciate that these that they are seasoned, mm-hmm. professional, but also very knowledgeable people. If you have a question, they have a great selection. An amazing selection of notions. It's the place um, to go if you need a thing because they have everything. Yeah. Yeah. Any kind of fabric you could want, they probably have it. Or notion yep. or ribbon or button or they have so much. So and I like to go there for like I I will say um between that and Super Buzzy, um I've learned that there is a difference even in in quality of fabric. You uh, like let's take Moda. As or any any well known fabric house, uh-huh. that what you get at like a Joann's may have the same print, but the qual- but the base fabric mm-hmm. that it is printed on, it there's a reason why Joann's is cheaper, yeah, because the but base, not much. but not much, but their base fabric yeah, not is not as good. For instance, you know when when we first opened, I got uh. This is more super busy, but it's it's also true for Fabric Town. Fabric I've gotten from either of those places, garments I've made from there, um, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not today, I guess. <laughs> 
I have a pair of pants that I made from fabric I got at Super Buzzy, and it was more, it was a pricier, more per yard, you know, fabric. But I wear those pants every week for the last three and a half years, and they still wear really, really well. They haven't worn out. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like I get and stuff for the family. I get that. I love to get stuff from there from Fabric Town. And well, the thing you're talking and they have about yarn too is yeah. like the thread. There's a thread count difference mm-hmm. in fabric manufacturers and our high quality stores like Fabric Town and Super Buzzy. They're getting first run fabrics, mm-hmm. and so you need to pay first run prices mm-hmm. because they are to get it to you. <laughs> but Joanne's gets third run which is a significantly lower thread count. Mm -hmm. I think it's Eleanor Burns who told this story. She's kind of a famous quilter who's been around for decades. Mm -hmm. She's probably like the Elizabeth Zimmerman of the quilt world of like bringing quilting back to being accessible. She tells a story about having run out of fabric and needing just literally like one two inch square to finish a block. Uh-huh. And she was able to go to, I think, I mean, House of Fabrics and Joanne's ubiquitous because one bought the other, um, bought the square of fabric, finished her quilt, went on, on with life. She uses the quilt. She washes the quilt. What is the one place to wear out on the quilt? <laughs> yeah. Literally that one little block of fabric, mm. even though it matched perfectly. So... I mean, as long as you know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. The thing that fills me with rage is that Joanne's now commands, tries to command first run prices for their third run fabrics. Because well, they, they're... they know you're going to use a coupon. Well, that's true, too. And then that's another rage fueler is right. price things honestly. Right. Yeah, you shouldn't <laughs> need to have the coupon to get the value of yeah. the thing that you're selling. Yeah. yeah. JCPenney's tried that. And then they like, that guy didn't even last. That CEO didn't even last a year. <laughs> it, it, it's that same frustration like in a different application of when you have tickets to go on an airplane but you get bumped because they oversell it i feel like the fabric they're overselling overpricing you know for the value so i totally agree but you but having said that places like fabric town and and super buzzy Mm -hmm. but so fabric town would be my other my other go-to place if i it all depends on the purpose. Well, if it's they a, tell if it's you a cr- to go to each other. Yeah. Like, it's this wonderful symbiosis yeah, of our, mm-hmm. our fiber world is, like, if you and need something more. how long have they been there? How long have Fabertown s- been there? I gotta I'm say, maybe 50 years or something like that. I think long, you're on long, the right path. Yeah. I think you're on the right path with at least. So, I was, like, a little girl when we were visiting Ventura, and I remember. So, that's going to be four decades. So it, give it three decades. Well, I moved here in 94 and they'd have been well established before that. 1973. So. All right. Wow. There you go. Almost 50 years. Yeah. You nailed it. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think many different owners in the meantime, but the grand yeah. owner, I can't remember her name. I don't know her name either, but she's She's wonderful. very nice. Yeah. Uh, and responsive to like the, what people yes. want yeah. her to bring in. She's always asking us like, you know, tell us what you want or, you know, if you are looking for something, I've talked to her before, so... Um, she's yeah, like you said, she's very responsive too. I love like that. their um, round of um, Robert Kaufman plaids that are yes. like mm. right when you walk in. Those mm-hmm. are so luscious and beautiful. Yeah, they have really nice stuff nowadays mm-hmm. too. They, like and really they, good stuff. They've got they a got range Pendleton. Of, I know. I was looking that at Pendleton like, yardage. Oh, oh, oh that's that dangerous. For, Why did you tell me that? Because I'm a, a monster. Yeah. 
Well, they I, had it in 2019. They had it because I was plant. I finally got to go tour the Pendleton Mill. Uh-huh. Um, and then I came home and they had it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Oh, I went okay. there and I like, was like, "Oh, what can last I do minute with Christmas oh, no, re- presents." I don't. Someone's got to get something out of Pendleton oh, that I'll get so there good. for some reason. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So go to Fabric Town. Ooh, maybe in at the Pony Jacket. Oh, oh my God. For yourself, nice. for my, oh yeah, yeah, for me, duh. <laughs> okay, good. Karen's yeah. gonna Someone's, get her own present. <laughs> Christmas present for me. Yeah. It better be. I know. I bought. I just wrap up the yardage and put it under the tree, yeah. and I'll make there it in the new year. Yeah, like that is a good call. It'd be a birthday present to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You deserve it. Absolutely. So, anyway, so nice. those those are my three local um, places. My last one is Chivas Skincare, um, which is a family-run goat farm in Fillmore. Mm-hmm. Um, I first learned about them three or four years ago um, because they had, like, an open-house farm day where you could, like, go and meet the goats, and they showed us how they uh-huh. milked them, and we took the kids, and it was, like, a petting zoo, my nieces and nephews, and uh, we learned about all about goats, and I think it's, like, um, like a daughter and their mother and her mother mm-hmm. that run it, and they're very nice when I met them. They Unfortunately, I was just looking. They no longer do farm events like at their farm but they do a lot of um uh farmers I, markets and stuff no i thought it said by appointment mm, i just read on their thing that they oh says, my gosh their branding is adorable we no longer it... offer events at the goat farm in fillmore oh gotcha um which is unfortunate but you can buy everything online and if you like i think they do like the ojai farmers market and stuff their branding is super cute like their yeah. whole um aesthetic is really nice and their products are really nice i've bought soap from them before it's very good quality stuff it's adorable they have this soap that's wrapped in um oh the, in the fruit, fruit. what looks like fruit crate yes yes oh and my yeah, god that's what each, I one is, each flavor i mean sort of each scent is local to that kind of place yep. they've I got something it. in ojai it's very cute ventura lavender mint ojai lavender oat fillmore citrus sage Santa Paula lemon tea tree. Oh my god! Yeah, right. <laughs> it's fabulous. It's really nice stuff too. So if you need, I it's like such them good so gifty stuff. Um, and they, I, I just missed. They had thirty percent off sale. Dang. It stopped yesterday or the thirtieth, I guess. Nuts. Um, but it's really anywhere. nice and it's it's good stuff. I think you can find it at other local businesses. Mm-hmm. I don't know off the top of my head, but it was fun when we got to go to the farm which unfortunately they don't do anymore that but would be awesome it's very cute they might do it in the future i don't know but they have they do it, it might at, like be just farmers for COVID, markets and not, things like that you know um so i highly recommend them they're very nice and they have really good quality stuff so if you need like a little gift for somebody a cute little bar of soap and cute packaging or mm-hmm. whatever um they really also like have lo- i saw they have lotions they have lip balms yeah all they kinds even of have a vegan one that does not have goat in it mm-hmm. um uh, yeah so honorable mentions. Um, mine was that came up when I went to follow Roan Mills is Piranos Market, which is again on Main Street. <laughs> uh, this one is directly across from the San Buenaventura Mission. Um, it's an Italian marketplace with a restaurant, oh, a sit-down restaurant there. attached. It's an old business that used to be in Ventura, mm-hmm. and then um, like you could talk to some old old school Ventura people who were like, oh yeah, I used to go to Church the Mission, then we go get our Sunday candy uh-huh. at Piranha. Oh, that's cute. Um, delicious food, like really amazing food. And then they have all these like cool specialty Italian cooking things that mm-hmm. um, you just can't easily find elsewhere. Um, and we eat there every once in a while and they do, do like, 
P-E-I-R-A-N-O-S. She says so confidently. Right? <laughs> well, because it's the E before I rule or I before E, and that always gets me unless I'm, like, being very purposeful about it. <laughs> um, and they do events. So, yeah, it's P-E-I-R-A-N-O-S market. Um, they are on Instagram. Um, they have the restaurant and the marketplace have, um, Instagram. I like to cook. So well, here's what's really fun. Oh, they, the restaurant is not, I don't think that's current because their last Instagram post was, um, in 2015. (laughs) (laughs) So family run business, um, 204 East main street, downtown Ventura. Yeah, this Instagram post was 10 hours ago. So this is the right one. Pirano's Market. So they do events and classes. Kevin and I missed out on their charcuterie class, but it was, you do the charcuterie class and then it's $45 per person. And then dinner was included in that class. All the charcuterie you can eat? Well, I assume. (laughs) (laughs) Then the next one like didn't work for timing or whatever. It was like a really cute hors d'oeuvre, but it was like, timed so you could make that for your holiday dinners and then the one they're doing in december which i'm not seeing on their instagram but you i think it's on their calendar um on their website is a salad wreath so i i don't fully understand what it is (laughs) oh here it is i just found it you hang it up or you Put it on the table. Or... <laughs> I always I think on the you table. put it on the table. <laughs> yes. So I think it's so you do like the presentation for your holiday table. Okay. To look like a Christmas wreath. Edible art with Shannon. It's on December sixteenth at five thirty. Oh, this one costs fifty five dollars each. Well, um, reservations required. Um, Fascinating. And it looks fun. That's cool. Yeah. And each of these events includes dinner and the cost. Nice. Oh, my God. That looks so good. I wonder if I can con Kevin into it. <laughs> he was willing to do the charcuterie because that felt like an investment because that's our new, like, New Year's tradition. Mm-hmm. My mouth is watering. I'm sorry if I sound <laughs> drooly while I'm talking here. <laughs> I think it's contagious. But their food's really, really good. And nice. they're really nice. So that's my honorable mention. Cool. Cool. Um, I don't have an honorable mention, so. Oh. We're... This county There's so is many things. rife with small businesses. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we could probably talk all night and several more podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to stop eventually. <laughs> we are at almost two hours. So oh, my God. We, should, we should probably wrap things up. <laughs> um, anybody obsessed with anything exciting? Um, I don't really have one this month. I know I'm I like don't this month. <laughs> so tired. My mind was too focused <laughs> on know, right? getting stuff done. Yeah. Nothing has really changed, you know. As far as like the things I follow, or like I haven't watched anything new. No, I've I just been watched watching less, more CSI. Less media. Oh wait, wait, wait. Which CSI? That's an old obsession. Right? Yeah. Which CSIs? Original Las uh, Vegas. Um, I like the reboot. I haven't watched it yet. Um. So. Okay. Yeah. Well. Um. I'm obsessed with finding out how much iron is in food that I'm eating. Wait, okay. Because <laughs> I was having a little scare with anemia, and now it's like, what can I get with more iron in it? Yeah. So weren't you talking about liverwurst last time? Or maybe yeah. we were just talking about it casually as conversation. No, remember this conversation. Liverwurst so is a casual I conversation topic. I love liverwurst. I've never eaten liverwurst. It's 
It's good. I don't think I would like it. Yeah. I like it, but it's I'm better told... if you don't think about what's in it. Liver? No, I'm told that if you get it at it's a, like a deli, it is amazing. At I a bet deli. it is. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Danny's Deli. Mm. I've, I've gotten it at Danny's Deli. They have Danny's a liverwurst. another small local business. Yeah. They you have Danny's. Yes. They have a liverwurst plate. It's so good. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that is like, has a lot of iron in it. 45 percent yeah 45% of your daily yeah need for iron you're surprised by <laughs> I'm not but it's like I if you when you like because it's not really good for you it's got no. a lot of sodium and fat in it cholesterol but, but it makes it, up for it I really enjoy the way it tastes and so it's like a treat that I can be like I am doing a good thing for myself right now <laughs> sure even though I'm taking these pills that have 500 percent of my iron needs just a little bit extra though well other amazing things that have a lot of iron ramen top ramen oh has an extremely high percentage of your daily need too i love sharing that one because it also gives virtue to a trash ramen. the other night we came home from our thanksgiving trip and it was just james and i at home and it was like what do you want to do for dinner and james was like i have some leftover soup in the fridge and I was like, cool, I'll, I'll make like top ramen or something. I'm totally fine with that. Mm. I, I actually like Marshawn, just to say. I don't really have a big preference. But then it was like five o'clock or something. James was like, are you hungry? And I was like, yeah, kind of. Let's have early dinner. So we go downstairs. And then this man starts making uh, chicken parmesan from scratch instead. He's like, I figured out we had everything in the pantry. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was fine with top ramen, right? but I will also eat this. <laughs> so I had the leftovers for lunch. <laughs> nice. Okay, here's another way wow. to get some iron. I was cooking rice last night. Mm-hmm. I decided I wanted greens. Mm-hmm. So I threw the greens in with the rice and let them cook together. Oh, that sounds yummy. What kind it, of greens? I did some kale, but I cut it really small. So, but I mixed it with chard. I like, so you get like, a little I bit like soft. All those. Yeah. But the nice thing is, and you get the flavor of the greens, but you also get the chew of the rice. Why not let them cook together? Yeah, that sounds good. They were delicious. Okay, okay then. That's all. My closest thing to an obsession right now. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I have, an, I have an obsession, a quick obsession. Okay. Sunshine Seasoning. It's by that? Tabitha Brown. McCormick, you can only get it on McCormick's website. The first oh. t- they introduced it in May. It sold out in an hour. What is it? It is this salt-free seasoning. It it has is very Caribbean-inspired. She went to the McCormick. Um, Tabitha, Tabitha Brown went to the McCormick um test kitchen and develop the seasoning it has it's similar to like a curry but it has banana powder and pineapple powder mm. and mango powder mm. and How it is, is pineapple powder uh, processed i wonder i don't know but and you don't really taste them but altogether they're amazing and i'm allergic to pineapple <laughs> So what I ended up doing is, but if it's if she has a recipe, cooks, I can. So if the seasoning cooks, I guess I'm. So safe. she has a recipe because she's vegan. So she had this recipe called sunshine, like chicken sunshine, <laughs> with with shiitake mushrooms. Oh, that now is for yummy. the meat eaters, I put it on. I made that seasoning that thing, and I put it on chicken wings. But honestly, it was on the shiitakes was way better. Well, it I'm was checking so the good. iron content, and it says this product has no significant nutritional value. Well, no, I'm just saying I'm that's joking. a seasoning to have with your greens. I'm joking. <laughs> so, anyway, so sunshine seasoning when you can get it. Okay. Um, I ordered two jars, and I got to, there are two bottles, and I was able to use it for the first time last night, and it is 
amazing. It's Schicken. so good. I want on everything. S C H I C K apostrophe N. Yeah, chicken. It's chicken. 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 That's funny. Well, that does sound delicious, though. It sounds wonderful. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think that's it for us tonight. Um, we got a nice long episode for you, so yeah. enjoy it throughout your holiday season. Um, we hope that you are enjoying you know, whatever holiday you celebrate, um, make sure you check out our website and, you know, check out our boutique Shop. if you need some last minute gifts. Um, we also have a couple classes coming up this month. Um, check your emails. There'll be a newsletter. Well, this, uh, email or this podcast will be out in a newsletter. Um, and book club and all that other good stuff. And mm-hmm. then in the new year, we'll have a whole new set of classes coming out in January. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else we need to plug or is that all uh, the things? Just reminding the name of our book for the book club is The Maidens by Alex Michalides. Mm, good so to know. Good. Michalides? Nah. I haven't it was started good. it yet. I started it. I'm enjoying it. I finished it the first week. Yeah. <laughs> you well, always do. I always yeah. wait because I want to be fresh and yeah. then I yeah. wait too long and then I've got a week and a half to do it. Well, so, I figure right I figure I can go back and re-listen to it. Yeah. I, I have. Yeah. I might switch to the audiobook, but I started it and I was like pretty gung ho and got in pretty quick. Yeah. But then it got. I downloaded yeah, the time audio punched. or the uh, digital version when I was traveling, so I was like, "Oh, I'll read on a plane." And I read like <laughs> two pages and, uh, yeah. and stopped. So I need to start over. Um, it's it's good though. So it far. is really good. good. To know. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll okay. see you next month. All right, Bye. everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Strings Unraveled is a production of Strings and Things Studio with Anne Lecrevin Cazzoli, Katie Von Rader Fraker, and Karen Wilmoth. Recorded and edited by Katie Von Rader Fraker. Find us online at stringsandthingsstudio.com or on Facebook or Instagram at Strings and Things Studio. You can email us at stringsandthingsinfo at gmail.com.